little closer to the microphone and say that one more time. I say uh, by putting your trust in the Lord and uh, making sure that everybody is uh, supported in their faith. Everybody is what in your faith? Supported. Everybody is supported. Supported by faith. faith. All right, good. So good. All right, yes. I trust God no matter what the situation is. Yes, amen. Very interesting. Anybody disagree with, with what they said? Just show hands. I'm not going to ask you to come to the microphone at a part you disagree with. And, um, you know, just because you disagree with somebody doesn't mean that it has to be ugly. This isn't the Democrats and the Republicans. Um, yeah. uh, very interesting words that came up. This whole, this whole factor of trust. This whole factor of trust. I heard a little bit of strategy that the way we live by faith is that we look at what God has done. Aloha, tell me again. Don't get up. Just tell me again what you said. Trust God no matter what it looks like. So we got three folk using the word trust along with their faith in one being retrospective looking in the past. Listen to these. Listen to these uh, definitions. Living a life of faith means never knowing where you are being led, but it does mean loving and knowing the one who is leading. It is literally a life of faith, not of understanding and reason, a life of knowing him who calls us to go. I think that that statement, that quote, and it's not coming on the screen, so y'all might as well just go ahead and get your phones ready because uh, my computer locked up, and that's why I got paper. I got seven pages. <laughs> and I couldn't get it to print from the software I used, so I screenshotted it. And I might say something twice, but y'all y'all pray with me. Pray, pray, pray with me. Yeah, so, so get your phones together and um, for our scripture references. That's by Oswald Chambers. Oswald Chambers, he... Um, writes very intriguing and thought devotional uh, devotionals. Bill Johnson says this, the walk of faith is to live according to the revelation we have received in the midst of mysteries we can't explain. That is powerful. I, I think I better just read that one more time. The walk of faith is to live according to the revelation we have received in the midst of of the mysteries we cannot explain. Bill Johnson. Kenneth Copeland, he says, when you decide to walk by faith, you don't get rid of trials. Touch your neighbor and say, that's a wake-up call for somebody. Here's his second, his second sentence, you learn to overcome them. I'm going to read it all together again. When you decide to walk by faith, you don't get rid of trials. You learn to overcome them. Gilbert Chesterton, I don't know who he is, but he got a good, good statement on faith. Uh, he says, faith means believing the unbelievable. You like that? Last week, if you were here, you know, we talked a little bit about Peter walking on the water and Jesus showing up to him. And we're talking about living by faith in dark places. 
I really, I really think the folks that are left in the boat get a bad rap. Because we always say we're water walkers, right? Be like Peter. Just step out the boat. He'll hold you up. But would you really have gotten out the boat? I mean, think about it. Okay, all right, all right. Think about your life now. Think about the you now, not the biblical you. You know, we got two, we got two, we got two us's, don't we? It's the us now that really don't believe what the us then we say would do. Think about, think about the you now. It's dark. Jesus has been doing all these miracles, raising folk from the dead and spitting in folks' eyes. You left your job. He just fed a whole bunch of folk, sent you to the other side, said, we're going to get there, then let a storm happen. You've watched Jesus walk through the crowds. You were standing there with him, and then he just vanished. And so you and 11 of your best friends are watching this fool, Peter, who's impetuous. He just does stuff to do it. So he sees Jesus, and he jumps out the boat. He forgets that he's in water. Sees and hears Jesus, and he, he just goes, What would you have really done? Peter, take me with you. That's what some of y'all would have said, right? Peter, I'm, I'm, let's do this thing together. Peter, we can walk on wet stuff when it's dark. Would, would you really have? I really don't know if if I'd be lying to y'all and tell y'all that I would have done exactly what Peter did. I would that I would have quickly gotten up and joined Peter and walked and walked on water. So so this leads me to ask the question today, so where do where do I start? If I if I'm going to commit to living by faith, where do I start? How do you walk? How do you walk by faith? Uh, this is this is a really interesting um, answer to the question. Uh, this is in a Warren Wearsby book, Be Committed. Um, he's talking about Ruth 1, 1 through 5. He says, how do you walk by faith? He says this, by claiming the promises of God and obeying the word of God in spite of what you see, how you feel, or what may happen. It means committing yourself to the Lord and relying wholly on him to meet the need. Some of y'all wish the screen was working and my computer was working because y'all be taking pictures because y'all like that. How do you walk by faith? I walk by faith by claiming the promises of God and obeying the word of God. Uh Uh-oh, wait a minute. Maybe I would have. In spite of what you see, how you feel, what may happen, it means committing yourself to the Lord and relying wholly on him to meet the need. Maybe I would have joined Peter. Maybe I would have beat Peter. Because to walk by faith is to claim the promises of God and obey the word of God. Psalms had already been written and so Peter probably knew that Everybody else walks away, he'll come in and he'll, he'll, he'll keep you. 
He, he had already seen Jesus do some miracles and probably had logged the times that whenever folk were obedient, that a miracle happened. Maybe I would have. If I had had the chance to live up close and personal with Jesus for about a year, 10 months, 14 months, somewhere there about, and he had consistently brought me through, maybe I would have walked out on the word because to walk by faith is to claim the promises of God and to obey the word of God. So, in the middle of the night, maybe you would have joined me, in the middle of the night when it was dark, Jesus is walking. John 1, 1, in the beginning was the word. The word was with God and the word was God. So we got the word of God. So now the word of God says, come on. Was Peter walking on water? Or was he walking on the word? Did the word make what somebody else would fail in possible for Peter to stand on? I'm just trying to help y'all answer the question, where do I start? How do you walk by faith? By claiming the promises of God and obeying the word of God in spite of what you see, how you feel, or what may happen. Father, in the name of Jesus, strengthen our faith. Strengthen our faith. Grow our faith, God. Grow our faith. You're going to call us to step outside of solid places onto things that could drown us. Thank you, God, for your word. Thank you that the master teacher, the Holy Spirit, is here and he is teaching us what is on your mind. Means committing yourself to the Lord and relying wholly on Him to meet your need. So, so now we got Peter. All right, that's Jesus. Seen him do this stuff. He told me to come. I'm, you know what? I, I'm not going to look look down. How many folk get on on a roller coaster? Anybody like roller coasters? Anybody like going to meet you? Yeah. Um, old I get, the less I like riding. Uh. Whenever you get on the roller coaster, what, what is a typical response? <laughs> Y'all don't see me over here. The typical response when you get on roller coaster. <laughs> remember remember one, one time, one time. You, you, you crazy. You, you are crazy. You ain't from here, is you? you you're not Remember one time we, we went to this amusement park and got on the got on the roller coaster and the, the bottom, you know, where you walk on, the th- it left. I mean, like it just went away. I, I was seeing ground. It was a miracle already. My big behind had gotten in that thing and it had shrunk me in. But when the ground left, that was before the, I preached the sermon, what's wrong with cussing? I 
said, oh, Jesus. We got mics here. I want y'all to come to the mic. I want you to ask the question because you're going to help me teach this thing today. You're going to help me teach this thing. We're going to trust God where we're going. Um, But how in the past have you walked by faith? All right, let me see my potential folk that I'm going to call on. Let me tell you, when I was a student and the teacher would ask a question to the class, I would suddenly start taking notes. Because I didn't want her to ask me. And she always would look right at me. Jasper, what do you think? Nothing. Anybody ever had a faith project? Anybody ever had a faith project? Something God was calling you to? Yes, yes. Yes. Anybody? Okay, work me section. Just jump up. Just jump up if you don't mind sharing with us. And I don't want you to answer. Come on, Rose. I want you to answer the question. This is it. How how did you walk by faith? How'd you walk by faith? How'd you walk by faith? Yes, ma'am. So, you had a destination, but you lacked what you needed to get there. And, and what did you lack on the way there to get there? Well, she was wanting to tell you, thank you. How are you going to get home? You just knew you had to show up for the meal. Thank you. All right, these these are the last three. I, I got some more questions for some other some other folks. Yes, yes, ma'am. So last Christmas, I wrote a play for the church uh, because God woke me up in the middle of the night and asked me to write it. Um, previous prior to that, I've been uh, trying to write and get through with my writing, and the door would halfway open and then shut in my face. And you said, um, "You do my stuff. I'll help you with the other stuff." So. Why am I just not hearing this? <laughs> because it's been a, it's still been a, a faith process. I didn't want to seem like Bobo the Fool, like I'm writing this and then it doesn't turn out, so I'm still walking by faith. Sorry, sorry. So why are you telling us now? Obeying the word of God in spite of what you see, how you feel, or looking like Bobo the Fool. 
just give God praise for Peter? Civic Center at that time, uh, I was diagnosed with a pituitary adenoma. So I had this scar across the top of my head. And uh, it was, uh, I was recovering for about six months and at the time out of work. I realized that, um, you know, to support my family, I needed to do something. And out of desperation, uh, being out of work, I, I applied for many jobs online, was very unsuccessful. And something told me to make a call to a previous employer as a consultant. And I was, I was given the job. But here's, here's the miracle. Um, the job was offered to me as I was released from this medical condition. So the, the, the hiring director told me, he said, hey, the good news is we really need we need someone with your skills, but we can't hire you for six months. Because he had this budget for this project. And I said, well, that's, that's, the, time that the, that's the time that the surgeon, the, my neurosurgeon, told me that I'd be able to work again. Thank you. Thank you. I'm coming to you, coming to you, Senda. Um, some of y'all may not know my story yet. Maybe it's maybe I just it, it's on YouTube. Um, one of the things that in starting the church, I, we weren't preparing to start church. We were spending everything, wasn't saving. Um, and I had two kids. One was uh, on formula and Pampers. Boy, that that you, I. Don't know why I didn't file bankruptcy because Similac and whew, golly, my biggest concern was how am I going to take care of my wife and those kids? Because you all remember what Kelvin said when he came in the mic. He, he, he said, I said, how do you trust God? How do you walk by faith? He said, he said I, trust, I trust God. He says, uh, I trust God that he's going to take care of me and my family. Rough, rough, rough quote. If I think about this too long, I will cry. So let me just say it fast. But there's this picture of my son standing when he was just about to turn two. On the stage, he has a sippy cup. And he has on these light blue Sean John pants. Because I'm Sean John was hot. And he had on, and he had on this Kuji shirt. Uh, you know, Kuji looks this expensive Australian line. And he had his hair cut. Okay, I told you I, I think about it too long. I'll start crying because even in my questioning God, he still took care of me and my. Did you did you did you hear what he said? He he needed to provide. 
for his family. I don't, I don't know why I feel like I'm talking to someone who's threatening starting a business. And you don't know how God's going to take care of You'll be all right with ramen noodles, but you, you, you know, you, you're trying to get, uh-huh, you're trying to get your family taken care of. And, and, and your family is your, is, is as long as they all right, everything else. You've got three testimonies that when you're walking by faith, God takes care of you and who's on your boat. Can you make it quick? Yeah. You took your time. <laughs> it was good, but okay. okay. All right, go ahead, hit me. I'll make it real quick. So in 2016, um, I knew that we needed my... Pause. Mm-hmm. Y'all turn your Bibles to Proverbs 16, 9. Go right ahead. I knew my family and I that uh, we needed to move to Atlanta. Um, this was 2016? 2016. Well, I knew for years that we need to move, but I was waiting, kind of waiting on my husband to um, get in one accord with me. And so finally in 2016, we got on one accord. We decided to move. I know God had placed on me um, a vision to have a school because I had a performing arts school before I moved, and I wanted to add academics. So I knew I wanted to become a teacher. So it seemed like for a minute, like I quickly got a job. My husband kind of had a flexible job. So God quickly blessed me with a job at a school. But then when we tried to like move, somebody else named Tyrone kept on showing up on his background. So we got turned down by a couple of apartment complexes. I mean, it seemed like right at the nick of time that God came through, that he blessed us to be able to move into an apartment. Um, we didn't have to do any down payments. We didn't even have all the money that we needed, but God just blessed us to be able to move here. And then coming up to even this year, that God has blessed me with the position to be a teacher residency, that the after school that I'm at, that they're paying for my master's program. Uh-uh. Stay there. Uh, if you just lift your hands, just receive this. Well, I've, I've blessed this woman to receive everything that she saw. I thank you that the testimony is not over. I thank you that she has made you happy because it's been faith that got her there. And in the same way as you have gotten the wrong Tyrone off the record, thank you that you're bringing the right Tyrone into their life to open up the next door. In Jesus' name. Uh, so many ways, so many ways. Uh, all right, Pro- Proverbs chapter 16, just quickly somebody come to the microphone and just read Proverbs 16, verse 9. A man's heart plans his way, but the Lord directs his steps. What version were you reading? The New King James Version. Somebody stand and read a different version. While they come and read it one more time. A man's heart 
plans his way, for the Lord directs his steps. Amen. Somebody else with a different version, tell us what version you have. NIV. Please. In their hearts, human plan their course, but the Lord establishes their steps. Anybody else got a different version other than New King James? Come on. Um, other than NIV? I have the ERV, Pastor. Please, hit it. You stay right there, ma'am. People can plan what they want to, but it's the Lord who guides their steps. What version was that? ERV. The ERV. In with your Bibles. All right, what you got? Please. What's your name? Your husband is? Thank you. Your baby is? She's in the, the toddler room. How old is she? She'll be two in January. And her name? Gabriella. Anybody ever made plans? I ain't, I ain't got to finish the question. Uh, can I tell you that that's a part of the faith life? See, we, we were all laughing and joking and kind of ha, 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 ha. Because everybody knew where I was going with that. What's that saying? You want to make God laugh, give him your plan? He laughing, I'm crying. You, do you know why God does that? Do, do you know why God invites you to make plans? He invites you to make plans because there's no other way than you will engage him. Is, is that too much? Who told me to say it again? <laughs> yes, ma'am. Perfecto. Perfecto. I got two, three. I need another man. I need another man. I need another man. Thank you, sir. Um, uh, yeah. Come on over here, Ronaldo. Um, here's the principle in Genesis chapter 12, verse 1. Start somewhere. I might do better not preaching in Greek because when I give y'all the deep stuff, it's like I'm talking a different language. <laughs> How do you live by faith? You start. Everybody's got an immediate faith opportunity in front of them. My biggest one right now is this whole partnership piece. I, I, I really thought that I had the right plan in place to roll it out my first Sunday. I even bought kazoos. Where my kazoo at? It's on my desk. I got my blue kazoo on my desk. Because, and I bought everybody else kazoos because we were going to party with 100, 100 folk. I'm walking my faith. Anybody got an immediate faith project right now? Let me tell you what it is. Ain't got to be spiritual. Okay? You can be faith in to lose 50 pounds. You, 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 whatever. whatever. Not, not, not that's a good idea, but you're like, yes, I'm going to do this. Faith in to go to another level in your income. Faith in 
to move somewhere, faithing for a spouse, a boyfriend, somebody that don't want you for sex, whatever it is. If you just stand on your feet, please. If you just stand on your feet, give an immediate faith project. Give an immediate faith project. Amen. All right, good. 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 Um, how you going how you gonna, how you gonna to get there? Oh, God quit. Y'all, y'all, I'm, I'm gone. The benediction. Benediction is over. May the Lord watch between me and thee while we're absent. Because y'all, y'all, y'all don't want to know this. Bye. I'll, I'll see y'all later. I'll see y'all later. Are y'all serious? Really? The way you're going to get there is that you start. Do something more. Excuse me. I'm sorry. I don't know what I'm doing, but I'm starting. I don't know how, I don't know how I'm going to make it, but I'm starting. I'm not over there anymore. I'm over here. And this time I might have to just walk across the pews, but I'm not there over anymore. I'm over and this time I got that big. I gotta run around the other side. I got to get, but I'm not where I started. I'm gonna ask y'all one more time. How are you gonna get into your faith goal? You have to engage God and just start. Peter, you had the chance to hear this sermon series. Jesus said, come on. And he went to walk. You can take your seat. Now, why'd I have y'all stand up on your four corners? All right. Start here. Okay, we'll start here. <laughs> I'm putting y'all on the spot. Thank you. No wrong answer. What qualifies you to live by faith? The belief that God has it. Sit down, boy. Sit down. <laughs> I'm, I, know, I didn't mean to call you a boy. But, you know, you're a man. You respect the man. You can sit down. What qualifies you to live by faith? I experience the faith walk, and I trust and believe in God in all things. And know whatever the end is going to be, it's his will. Sit down. <laughs> what qualifies you to live by faith? I'm God's child. Hmm? I'm God's child. Sit down. You know, deep answer and stuff. <laughs> and you know what? You got to say something different. Um, simply, I just choose to believe. Sit down. <laughs> Here's the question. If I brought you to the microphone, what would your answer have been, semicolon, And would you have believed that that was the answer? You cannot start until you believe 
answer. Is this making sense? Interesting thing about Abraham in Genesis 12, 1. Now the Lord had said to Abram, get out your country from your family, from your father's house into a land I'll show you. Interesting thing about Abram is that he, he didn't have any church credentials. I'm talking to those folk that stood up if you have an immediate faith project. As an interesting portion here, Scripture says that God tells Abram, leave from your family's house. Get away from your kindred. Come on, come on, engage me. I'm going to take you to a place. I ain't going to tell you what. He's very clear, leave your kindred behind. Ah, see if I can't find it. And Abram, verse 5, in Genesis 12, took Sarah, his wife, and Lot, his brother's son. He called him father. He took his stuff. not seeing what I need to see. If I had a second, I'd Google it. But the Bible says that his father, Terah, died. Maybe you know the story of Lot, Sodom, and Gomorrah. Lot dishonored Abram because the blessing of the Lord was on him and his land continued to grow in his Sheep kept growing. And Abram goes, goes said, we, we got, we, blessing the Lord's on us and it's starting to cause this issue. Whichever way you go, I'll go the opposite direction. Lot picks the city. Abram goes to the barren land. Whole another sermon, but God increases him in Gwinnett. So, uh, <clears throat> Bible says that that Terah died. Terah is Abram's father. Like, why, why, you, why you take his dad? My, my first realm of revelation is because God said, leave your family and your kindred. He's talking about leave, leave the patriarch, leave, leave, the, leave, leave your dad, and, and then the mother folk, leave him too. Got it. All right, God. You, you, you want him to separate. But why would you kill his dad? Takes his dad with him. Why would you kill his dad on this walk? The Midrash is an extra-biblical writing. Meaning that what's in the Midrash wasn't inspired by God. Maybe you've heard the name Josephus. He was a New Testament historian 
and he recorded history. He was a chronicler of history. The Midrash is like commentary on things that were going on in the culture. So it wasn't inspired by God, but it's, it's noteworthy. And when, and when you look at the Midrash, there lies the answer as to why God killed Abram, Abram's father, Terah. Terah was an idol maker. The Midrash says that, that, that Terah owned an idol-making company. It even actually references that Abram used to work there. Um, the Chaldees was like the ATL. It was like Atlanta. It was a metropolitan busy city. And you could find some of anything there, any kind of expressions of religion. So it wasn't that, it wasn't that bad, but... Uh, or that different, it didn't stand out. But, but watch, God comes on the inside of where false idols are. He, he engages Abram in the middle of his dad's business that he's making the competition to the true and living God. And he says, come take my hand take you somewhere. This is the question to all those that stood up that have a faith project. Are you qualified? <laughs> Mom used to tell me, don't talk when there's food in your mouth. So I think y'all are chewing. try it again. He didn't go to seminary. He, he wasn't familiar with the Psalms of David. They ain't even been written yet. You know nothing about sanctification, justification. He just lived by faith. Abram is declared to be a friend of God. He wasn't in the lineage of Jesus. He wasn't the first bishop. No pope. He was working in an idol-making company that his dad owned. And God was saying, leave folk alone around you that are going to pollute what I'm trying to show you about me. And so Abram said, well, I need to bring somebody along. I don't know if Abram wanted him or if he knew what God was about to do. And Abram said, yes, I will. And God said, no, no, you won't. I said, leave your family and your kindred. It's me and you, Abram. It's about 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 me and you. Have you ever had to get rid of folk that talk non-faith they, they talk doubt. Girl, you ain't going to have that. You can't be no actress. You can't start over in life. You'll never make the money that you make. You'll never be satisfied. Some of your faith projects, God has to get folk out your life. He, 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 he has to say, 
all right, I want you to engage me over here, but she ain't good enough. She, she the one got you, got you stripping. She the one got you going to the club. He the one got you. He showed you how to make it rain. So I need you. I need you over here, and you over here. And you're like, well, I need my dog. I need my homeboy. I... Wait a minute, hold on. Wait a minute. Don't y'all act like y'all don't know what I'm talking about. Could we be killing certain folk in our life because we're holding on to what God says, let go? You have to recognize that the way we live by faith, we got to listen to what God is saying. Lift your hands, lift your hands right here. Father, I pray that you would turn up the voice of Holy Spirit in our ears. We do not want to get confused. Repeat after me, I can hear your voice. Say it again, I can hear your voice. Say it again, I can hear your voice. I want to hear your voice. I got to hear your voice. Pray this. Silence every voice that's not yours. Including my voice. Lord, send folk to get in faith with me. Take folk away from me that can't walk by faith. And won't grow my faith. And won't push me to be a man or woman of faith. Take them out of my life, God. I'm just trying to show y'all how to get started. Write this down real quick, and then we, I'm going to close. Right, if, if I start explaining any of my points, y'all just say, Pastor, you said you weren't going to do that, all right? Y'all got to keep me, keep me near the cross. Five things you need to live by faith. Seen the table last night over this stuff uh, trying to get just a little time with my wife and the Holy Spirit starts speaking through I said let me ask you a question um, what does it take to live by faith first thing she said there's always a goal even if it's I'll show you live by faith, I got to remind myself of the goal.
Okay, don't tell me I don't tell me I can't explain this. Look, sometimes you gotta use your mouth and start saying, God, you said, God, you said, God, you said, hey dad, good to see you. God, you said, 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 God, you said. When it gets dark, God, you said, God, you said, God, you said, God, you you gotta remind yourself of the goal. God, you said, God, you said, Willie, why are you pulling like that? God, you said, you said, you said. It don't look like what you said. God, you said. All right, me and her did this one together. Number three, you got to you gotta get good at swiping right or swiping left on people. <laughs> this is called the holy version of Tinder. That's what a swipe right, but I want to hook up with them. I don't want to hook up with them. Really, y'all, ain't nobody got Tinder installed on, on you. Anybody, nobody ever had Tinder. But y'all know what I'm talking about, right? right well, quit acting like y'all don't know. If you want to hook up, you swipe right. If you don't want to hook up, you swipe left. You got to get good at swiping right on folk that talk in faith. And you got to get good at swiping left on folk. I don't want to hook up with you because you ain't talking faith. Come on, hold, 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 your, hold your thumb up. Hold your thumb up. Father, I bless every thumb that's up to swipe right real fast and to swipe left faster. Um, here, here's the fourth one. Here's the fourth one. You got to guard your thoughts. If you're going to live by faith, you got to guard your thoughts. What the enemy will start doing, he'll start telling you about the time you failed. He'll start reminding what you don't have. He'll start reminding you your harvest hadn't come. He'll start reminding you what you don't see. Would you just elbow your neighbor and say, that was good. That one was good. Here's the fifth one. I'm not going to repeat them. You got to get them from your neighbor. Faith is an action word. How do I live by faith? I got to be moving. I got I, I got to be doing something. I, I live by faith, but by moving. Faith is an action word. I got to still be hoping. I got to still be walking. I've got to still be progressing. I've got to still be uh, mobile. Even when there's lack of progression, I, I still got to be in action. Here, here, here it is. My, my final one. My final thing. Okay, let me see. Let me readjust. Genesis chapter 22. I'm finished. We're going to offer Jesus. Give me seven minutes and we're done. Mike, you ain't got to take this long pause out. All right, Genesis 22. Are you there? You got, you got to see this one. 
All right. Classic text. Abram is about to offer his son Isaac up for sacrifice. Uh, God tells him in verse 1. Now it came to pass after these things that God tested Abram. And he said, Abram. And Abram said, I'm here. Here I am. Then he said, now take your son, your only son, Isaac, the one that you love, and go to the land of Moriah and offer him as a burnt offering on one of the mountains of which I'll tell you. He's talking the same way in chapter 22 as he was in chapter 12. I'll tell you when you get there. But you see, when you start learning to walk by faith, God tells him, take your son, and you can offer him up as a sacrifice. Skip down to verse 10. And Abram stretched out his hand, took the knife to slay his son. But the angel of the Lord called to him from heaven and said, Abram, Abram. And so Abraham said, here I am. Okay, all right, now hold on. He starts off by saying, go and sacrifice him. Now he's about to stop him. Did God change his mind? Do I need to show y'all in the text again? Y'all got it? You mean yes? Just mean no? I don't know what you're talking about. Friday, we were getting ready to uh, go out and get our hair cut, go meet my wife for dinner. I said, where do you want to go? She's, she's somewhere else. I'm like, well, how about we go here? I said, okay, cool. It's going to take me this long to get there. She hits me back. She goes, well, no, let's go over here. I said, all right, I'm used to it. point the car that way. She hit me back again. She goes, nah, I think I really got a taste for it. I said, cool. We ended up at one of the places that I didn't just tell y'all we were going. <laughs> she, she kept changing her mind. Where do you think women get the permission the ability of a woman to change their mind. They get it from their daddy. <laughs> Angie called it. That's enough. That's, that's, that's <laughs> Verse 1. Now it came to pass after these things that God tested Abram and said, Abram, here I am. He said, to take your son, your only son, and you're going to offer him up as a burnt offering. That is the command of God. Abram is told, engage me by doing this. For remember, the faith walk is really to engage God. When God calls us to walk in faith, he's really calling us to walk in relationship. Can y'all tie it together with this? 
Uh, I'm in relationship. I'm in covenant with my wife. She said, I want to go to restaurant A. I said, all right. She changed her mind. I said, all right. When we get to verse number 10, and Abram stretched out his hand, God changed his mind. Just because God starts you off saying one thing doesn't mean he won't change his mind in the middle of what he called you to do. All right. Okay. All right. I'm going to help some of y'all stay in the boat. It's going to separate the men from the boys. But if you stay in relationship, you won't kill what you always been wanting. Verse 10, and Abram, Abraham stretched out his hand, took his knife to slay his son. Angel Lord called to him from heaven, Abraham, Abraham, so he said, here I am. He's about to come down in Isaac's chest because he loved God enough. He knew, Javan, he knew what God had done. He wasn't even supposed to have a son. I'm going to bless me. He wasn't even supposed to have what he said he couldn't have. But because he knew what God has done, I don't want to give up what I got. But in the same sense, I trust you because I never would have had what I have if you hadn't done what you did. So just because I want it, don't mean I'm not going to listen and do what you told me. I wish I had. All right. He got Isaac, right? Dad, where are we going? I see the wood. I see the knife. I see the rope but I don't see a sacrifice. His son was trained to recognize what's needed in worship. Abraham said, this is where his faith comes. I know, I know I'm long. I, I'll, get, I'll give y'all your money back next week, all right? I, uh, this is where his faith comes. He said, son, I don't know how God going to do it, but he shall provide for himself. Y'all got it. Do y'all hear faith? Just ask your neighbor, do you hear faith? Do you hear faith? If they don't hear faith, tell the truth. They don't hear faith, you got to tell them real quick. You got to tell them, tell them real quick. His faith talk is, God's going to do it. I don't know how, but God's going to do it. His son asked him, Dad, how's he? I don't know, but God will provide for himself. All right. Verse 13. God stops him 
Don't kill your son. Verse 13. Then Abraham lifted his eyes and looked. Oh, my God. And there behind him was a ram caught in his faith produced the sacrifice. If don't nobody else get happy, this is good to me. And for every single person that stood up that has a faith goal, it ain't about what you see. It's about who you know. Mommy, how are we going to pay the rent? I don't know, but God shall provide. Sacrifice. All right. Now, this is just bonus, right? We, we could shut down right there. We, right, right, right there. Right there. We're supposed to say, and won't God do it? Yeah. That's, 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 that's what you, that's what you, give me that key. Give me, give me that key. <laughs> won't God do it? I said, won't God, and you know, you're not talking right there. Won't God do it? That, 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 that's right here. That, that's right. Won't he make a way? I don't know what, I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know. I'm around the key. I ain't in the key. I'm around the key. That's how you can tell it wasn't anointed. But if you keep reading, this is where the shout comes. It's not that God provides a ram. It's really verse 15. Then the angel of the Lord called to Abram a second time out of heaven and said, by myself, I've sworn, says the Lord, because you have done this thing. What's the thing? Uh-huh, uh-huh. Because you've done what I told you to do. And you have not withheld your son. Your only son. Here it comes. Look at what faith will produce. Not just a sacrifice. But verse 17 says, because you did what I told you to do. Verse 17 says, blessing, I will bless you. I, I don't even understand what that means. I understand that God will bless you. But I don't understand what blessing I will bless you. The best I can get to it is while I'm blessing you, I'm going to bless you some more. And in the middle of me providing more, not more, in the middle of me blessing you with more because you got blessed, I'm gonna, you make me so happy by living by faith. I'm going to bless you with some more blessing because I like to bless. I'm done. On your feet. On your feet. Where do you start? Hmm? Where, 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 where do you start? You just got to start. You, you just got to do it. You just got to do it. Can, can we, can we, uh, can we seal this moment? Can we seal this moment with a covenant? Hmm? Can we cut covenant right here? 
those of us who got, those of us who got faith goals, get some money in your hand and bring it. Get some money in your hand and bring it. Get your cell phone out. Just seal it. I don't, I don't care what it is. Here it is. Here it is. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Just ask the Lord what it's supposed to be. Just ask God what it's supposed to be. And just bring it. Come on, let's seal this moment. Uh, I put all my money in the first offering, but I, I, I'll get it done. I'll get it done in a minute. Just, just bring it. Just bring it. Just bring it. Thank you. Seal the moment. Seal the moment. When you, when you sow seed, you're cutting covenant with God. God, I believe that you're going to do this thing. I believe you're going to do it. God, you've got me. You've got me. You've got me. God, you've got me. You're going to do it, Lord. You're going to do it, God. I'm trusting you. I'm trusting you. I'm walking by faith. Yes, you're going to do it, God.